Well, welcome to another weekly webinar from LinkedIn Buddy Marketing CX. Always exciting times for us. Uh, we really enjoy Thursdays. Um, with me, I've got Bardeen Higo, our ops manager, and she has been joining me and is going to assist me today not to moderate, but to help me host another exciting topic where we're going to focus on why are you getting ghosted on LinkedIn? A little bit more about that in a minute. Um, just a couple of things from my side. I've been hosting this webinar since 2020. And yes, Bandin, I still love my Tina Turner. Um, I guess we can find maybe another tune for a while. Um, yeah, that would be fun as well. Um, and, I, you know, so many people has asked me, how did you do this since August 2020 and hosting a webinar every week? I think in all this time, we missed four times. Um, we've been here religiously and people has asked me, do you really have that much to say about LinkedIn? Yes, we do. It is a fantastic platform. It's the most powerful marketing tool for the business of today. Now, just quickly from my side, LinkedIn's changed. I don't know how many of you guys have seen, but there's some of the user interfaces that looks different. There is changes in the content. Um, there is changes in the algorithms. I had so many people reporting to me building that uh, they are battling with their social selling index scores, their profile views are down, they're just not getting um, the, the kind of engagement that they used to get on LinkedIn with their content. And the fact of the matter is it changed, but that put us into a little bit of a predicament because we've been running uh, online training courses and it's been doing exceptionally well. So we were well pleased with that, but then LinkedIn had to go change and made our online training courses redundant. <laughs> so we were faced with uh, re-recording them and I sat down with the team and we decided to do it differently. You know, I can go sit in the studio and record and spend days talking to myself and the computer. And uh, we thought to really go out this time and assist people and our followers that's been um, following us and supporting us over all this time as well. So I wanted to make the announcement in the webinar today for um, the people out there that's watching us uh, we are now, as you know, live as well. We are streaming on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, as well as I am on Zoom on the webinar. So we've really managed to, to extend um, these kind of teachings and insights all over our follower base. So we want to do the same with the training. You know, I was reading the other day that the unemployment rate in South Africa is absolutely soaring. They're talking about something like 61% of youth today is unemployed. And the answer is the small business, the small business sector, the SMMEs out there. 
But the problem is the SMME statistics looks even worse. Um, apparently from 2020 to 2021, the liquidation rate has gone up by 21%. So uh, businesses are really struggling and the answer is so simple. It is, the answer is LinkedIn. You know, to grow your business, you need leads. And in order to, and once you get leads, you want those leads to be quality leads so that they convert into clients. And this is what LinkedIn offers. And this is what my motivation has been always to do these webinars. So what we decided to do is we're going to, instead of us going to sit in a studio and record the, re-record the training, we're going to open it up and for the first time, and I think it's over a year, Betty, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to do a live training. And we're going to use the live training as um, the recordings. And this time we're really gonna go different. We, uh, Bandina's gonna come in with me and help me training. We all know that she is now a force to reckon with. We're also going to cover customer mapping and address all of the changes that um, LinkedIn introduced over the last year or so. And we're going to offer it to the small business owner to help them to grow their business at a very ridiculously reduced price. So the whole objective of the exercise is going to be to help you guys um, going forward with that so that we can all be successful. So I want to, it's an invitation, um, you know, to come and join us. It, the, the purpose of the exercise is for us to record, uh, re-record our online trainings, and we're going to use the recordings for that purpose. So it's gonna be a once only. I am, you know, live trainings is very time consuming and time is not a commodity that we really have. And we're going to do it on the 2nd of May. So if you are interested, um, the seats are going to be limited. So we're going out fast and speak to our followers first to give them the opportunity to participate. If you've been on a LinkedIn training before, you're going to need this. LinkedIn has changed a lot. And if you are a business that needs uh, need to grow, you're not going to get a LinkedIn training at this price ever again. I can assure you that, but more a little bit uh, on that a, a little bit later today. But Dean and I are very excited. We are going to do things a bit different today, I think. And we're going to focus on why are you getting ghosted? Now, while, uh, while I'm telling you why we are getting ghosted, I'm going to share my screen with you and we did prepare a uh, presentation for you, but different to last week, we are going to use words and not pictures, Betty. So <laughs> what does it mean to be ghosted on LinkedIn? Well, the term go ghosting on social media really means that somebody starts talking to you and then starts ignoring you. So you might send out a message to invite and they say, thank you. And then you send the message after message, they never answer you. They never uh, respond to your content. They are literally just ghosting you. Now there are 
two reasons why people are ghosting you and why people are just not engaging with you on LinkedIn. The first reason, it's not them, it's you. Uh, but then I have seen a number of content, um, you know, that gets absolutely no engagement. And I always wonder why that is. You know, it's, it's also it goes two ways. So you can also get the content that doesn't get any engagement. And then you get content that you go through and you think to yourself, really, how can this content piece get over 200 likes there's no interest in this this doesn't make sense when you go to the back of it you realize you know what these people have consistently put out content of value before and now they've become this influencer on linkedin and people just go and like i mean it doesn't even make sense to go and like it it's got nothing to do with what you are doing but you liking their content. And then if your content doesn't spark, it's because you're not creating curiosity. We spoke about that last week. You're not creating enough curiosity for people to actually think, you know what, I'm actually getting something from this by reading it. And Absolutely. I can spend time reading this. Absolutely. You know, what I find with content a lot of times is people complain that they're not getting the engagement, but it is fluff. You know, I call it fluff. They they clearly chasing vanity metrics and they're clearly looking just to look as if they are very popular. But content um, that starts out where you're chasing um, vanity metrics, and adds no value to your business is uh, one a waste of time. But on the other hand, what I find if you create content that doesn't uh, provide any form of value, uh, what is the purpose? You're not, you're not serving your business well. Now, the other thing that I've noticed is a lot of people um, also come across as very desperate you know, you read their, their posts and you think, shame, you're really trying so hard to, to sell your products. Yeah, and it's, it's only, sorry, it's not only just in the post, it's in their messaging. Exactly. They, yeah. they tend to send you a bunch of messages, but it's all about buy my stuff, please buy my stuff. It almost makes me think of a beggar. So they, they're begging to get your business. And it doesn't sit well, does it? No, it doesn't. And one of the problems that I have found in the messaging is people send me these long messages. It takes me a heap of time to want to try and consume it. And the problem that people don't understand with their messaging when they send out long messages like that, you know, I read in a book with... Donald Miller, that your brain can only consume 600 calories per day. And some of these messages gives me the idea that my poor brain is going to consume all of those calories just by reading this message. But messages like that, um, 
it just smells like desperation. But the other thing that uh, people do is when they don't do these long messages, but then I think you guys on the floor have seen it often. They send shorter messages, but they come across as very aggressive. They do. And it's not just the shorter messages. So I, I've had an instance where I've connected with someone and they literally sent me the same message two days apart exactly word for word the same message and it's all about buying their stuff they've got services that i need to be using and you know you come across not only aggressive but you sound like a robot so i literally went in and said are you using an automation tool because this is against linkedin's legalities you're not allowed to do that and then the third message that came through had a different name on it. So it wasn't even my name on the message. And it, it just all fits together with the aggressiveness of sending out messages, trying to ensure desperation, getting business. But the aggressiveness doesn't look well. No, it, you know, it pushed push people away. And by sending aggressive short messages, or trying to provide too much information at any point in time, um, you're not focusing on building that relationship. You know, the, the biggest thing with um, LinkedIn is, and I say this often, it's not about you, it's about them. Don't try to be interesting, focus on being interested. And by trying to provide, and, and you explained it to us last week, you know, by trying to provide too much information, it seems mm -hmm. like everything we spoke about now, what they're trying to do is cram it into one post, one message, and uh, make sure that you understand everything. And what you actually should do is focus on them and respect them enough to put two and two together. Your example last week of starfish, you know, talk about the star, talk about the fish. But at the end of the day, you know, people need to go out and um, form a relationship. It's not about telling them what you have. It's about um, really starting to establish a relationship. And I think that's one of the biggest problems people have is there's no relationship when they go out with their content and messaging. You know, we, we always talk about this. LinkedIn is a networking platform. We need to network with one another. So it's not going to help you to go out. And sometimes it's just a second connection email message that you receive. And then it's selling you stuff sincerely connect with someone else send a personalized connection message move forward build that relationship welcoming them into your network i've you know i've said this multiple times before people want to feel like they belong you want to get that warm and fuzzy feeling when you talk to someone else like you're having a conversation like you know that the, how we talk on a daily basis and network with them just tell them that you want to establish a relationship by networking with them on LinkedIn, nothing else. At a point in time, due to your content, due to your, the curiosity, the um, informing, educating, adding value, they will see that they need your services without you even asking them whether or not they need this.
that's just a very establish important. that relationship. That is a very important point, Bandin, because people always um, focus on leads, but it's quality leads. And quality mm -hmm. leads are with people that you've built this relationship with. You know, if you focus on building this relationship, once that person turns around and starts showing interest, the sale becomes a mere nudge. But what people a lot of times do on um, LinkedIn is they send out a connection request and the minute the person accepts, they start selling them and they start sending out, um, you know, I, I had a message like that this morning. Uh, a person reached out to me to connect and I, I accepted. And the minute I accepted, I, I received this long message about what they do. And at the end, she was very polite, I must admit. She invited me to a Zoom call so she can show me how to monetize my knowledge. And I thought to myself, you know, you're a bit forward. I can, I can really take an offense to this. Are you saying I'm incapable of monetizing my own knowledge? And, and this is the kind of thing that we need to steer away from because we're pushing people away from us. Yes, we are. And then the, the, you know, the other aspect of pushing people away is using business jargon that others do not necessarily understand. You can go through um, messages using, if you're in the IT industry, your IT jargon and abbreviations, or the same when you're in the marketing industry. But how much time does it take you to go and Google the abbreviation to actually find out what this person is saying? No, and sometimes, you know, I also think that people are testing you because I had someone the other day that say, I asked them what they're focusing on and they said uh, they came back very short and, and it almost falls under the category of being aggressive. But they say we focus on idle principles. Now, fortunately, I come from uh, uh, IT background, so I said to him, which one of the uh, idle principles do you focus on? In IT, um, you get various libraries in your idle. And he was totally gobsmacked, you know, when, when he replied, he said, interesting, Tilly, where are you from? But it falls down to, you know, that uh, people just uh, don't focus and don't focus on that you also cannot understand what people are asking you. So by using the jargon the, uh, and abbreviations and, and talking acronyms, um, people is not going to understand what you're asking. And I think, you know, we spoke a lot about it in marketing, marketing CX, just be yourself speak a normal language we are after all on a social media platform you don't have to swallow um a corporate business a dictionary in order to talk to people um, but when you ask you should ask about them and not you yes you need to add value to them and i think um going through all of these you know 
points that we've gone through, I would actually like to ask the, the audience, how many of you have received messages like this and how many of you have ghosted those people? It would be interesting to find out because, you know, it, it's, we can say that it's not them, it's you, but we don't necessarily see our own flaws in what we do. We see what others do. So I would like to see you all to just pop into the chat or on LinkedIn in the comment section. How many of you have received messages like this where you've decided I'm just not going to, I don't have the time to either read the message this has got no value for me. It's not going to support anything in my business. Um, we haven't even started establishing a relationship and this person's already selling. How many of you have gone through that? So we'll give some time for the comments to come through, but it would be interesting to know. No, the, the thing is as such, recovering, it's not them, it's you. But be careful of all of these eight points that we've done. It's so easy. You know, it's easy for us um, to highlight all of this, but it's so easy to fall into this trap. So um, have a look at, at, at the points that we've dis uh, discussed and make sure that you don't do these things. You know, if you want to build a relationship, you really need to focus on adding value and building relationships. Um, it takes a little bit more time, but in actual fact, you're saving time because at the end of the day, once you start building relationships like this, um, what we have found is your sales cycle is shorter and mm. because you're getting qualified leads, not people that need to ponder on what you have for a length of time. But on the other hand, you get more because if people don't ghost you because of the actions that you do, they're going to be very willing to refer you, you to some um, of their connections in their networks or even to collaborate with you in some way and help you. So be careful of what you're doing on LinkedIn. You might not even be aware that you are doing it. Um, and uh, yeah, so just be careful. But if we look at the second scenario where it's not you, so you're not committing any of those, um, how would we call it, Berlin? Not any of those um, unpardonable LinkedIn sins, uh, then really it, it boils down, it is the people that you are uh, engaging with. And I think the first thing, when uh, you are getting ghosted, it's not always your fault. Sometimes mm. people are reaching out to you and they made a horrible mistake. You know, they, um, they weren't supposed to connect with you or they weren't supposed to, to comment on your posts and so on. And they realize that they made a mistake. So they start to ghost you because one, they're embarrassed um, for taking the action or maybe they send you a automated message or, um, you know, came across as aggressive in the comments on your um, uh, 
post and they feel embarrassed. So sometimes they made a mistake on their side and, and they've, they're just embarrassed, I would say. You know, I've found it um, recently, you know, people don't really, they don't read or go through your profile. So if, if you hop onto someone's profile, immediately you mean to see exactly what it is that they're doing and your title is on the profile as well. So this person um, spoke to me as if I'm a business owner, which I'm not. I'm not the business owner. And I don't need web designing, web developing services. Because if he really went through my profile, he would see that we just redesigned our website. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. And I think he felt a bit embarrassed after the message I sent back saying, you know, we've redeveloped our website. Have you actually had a look at my profile? You know what I sometimes do when people start ghosting me and I would go and revisit their profile and see if they are indeed my ideal client. And I would I, I would rather disconnect from them than to try and reestablish um the relationship but a lot of times what goes hand in hand with this is you get these people on LinkedIn that connects and engages with everything you know they just go out um, they're chasing the 30,000 uh, connection limit because they think then they're going to get more engagement um, and they go and like and comment on every single post they can find um, you know, they, they're not working um, smartly. And, no, they're um, chasing numbers. That's the, they're just chasing numbers. And I mean, it, you and I both know that from chasing numbers, you're not going to get a thing. You need to work according to a specific strategy, especially when it comes to engaging with other people's content. When you go onto your news feed, Engage with content that's relevant and with people that's in your ideal client's sphere. If you're not going to do that, LinkedIn is going to think that you are focusing on any and everything, and you're going to end up with junk in your newsfeed. You don't want to sit for hours scrolling through newsfeed trying to find something of value, and then you just sit with a bunch of fluff. And that is important, Berlin, because, you know, when you're on LinkedIn, you have to have a plan. If you're not working according to a plan, you're just wasting a lot of time. LinkedIn can be a high priority distraction. I wrote a post about it earlier in the week, but if you don't work according to a plan, you are going to connect with any and everybody, engage with every, everything and gain nothing. Because if you, if you go and engage with people, um, or other people's posts, you can go in and do it strategically. You are building a relationship either with the author of that post or you are exposing you to um, their community. And there has to be a plan. Now, a lot of times what happens is people will go and engage with your posts and then realize that it's an actual fact, fact not of interest to them, and then they start ghosting you. 
Um, and again, the same thing applies. You know, if people start ghosting me and they're not my ideal client, um, then I will just disconnect. But I think the, the, the major thing here is that people don't understand social etiquette. You, you know, this is this is something that's a, a little bit of a contentious area for me because we're building relationships. And in order to build a relationship, you need to, to introduce yourself to other people. And I always look at people that um, when they comment on my post will say something like, um, cool post. Or if I go out and I send out second connections, they go and say, happy to connect. It is actually in, in some way half rude. You know, mm -hmm. if, if I'm that short and abrupt when I speak to you, Berlin, I mean, you're going you, you're gonna to feel offended. You yes, know, I'm going to ask you what's wrong with you. <laughs> well, exactly. And what people don't understand is everything you do on social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you are, it's public. And you're leaving an impression of yourself. And, and that, is, that is a problem. You know, I've had a situation where um, a person was, was exceptionally rude to me, you know, very short and abrupt. Um, and always try to challenge me in the comments on my post. And whenever I send him messages, I got those horrible emojis. I hate emojis and, and so on. And by the time he reached out and, and wanted to start engaging with me, being interested in my services, I wasn't interested in helping him. You know, he's mm. just not the sort of person that I want to engage with. So a lot of times when people ghost, you don't feel too bad um, because if, if that is the way that they want to deal with things, you don't want them as clients. You don't want them as leads in any case. So don't chase them, just um, leave them. Um, mm. But then on the other hand, what I have found, but you know, I don't know you, but sometimes people start ghosting you because they already engaged with a solution provider that provides the same service as what you do. Yes, I've, I've found that over and over again. The, you know, then they just decide they won't talk to you when in actual fact you can, in a sense, through your content and the messaging, depending on how sincere you are on the mess, you can try and persuade them. I've had people saying, you know, I've, I've already started talking to this company, but we haven't signed a contract yet, for instance. So if they do sign that contract, then they start ghosting you, but it's not you, it's them. They found a solution already. So they're not ghosting you because it's, it's the person who you are or it's the content that you put out, but it's due to they already found their solution and they're not seeking for other solutions because they might have taken long to find this solution that they currently have. What I normally do when, when somebody is ghosting me um, that already have a solution, um, 
I would just let them be and continue on my merry road. Uh, they are a connection. They will see if they follow me. They will see my content. And down the road, they might come back if they're not happy with what they found. And um, uh, then we can re-engage. But the other thing that I've also found is a lot of people use the PAs or secretaries or agencies to work their LinkedIn accounts. So um, sometimes the person that is working that LinkedIn account do not understand what you have to offer. So someone yes. else is working um, that account. You so, know, most of the time, especially if a small business owner or um, the director of a business wants to reach out to the CEO of the business, I found that most of the time, most of the time, the person working that account is not the CEO of that business. It's their PA. Their PA is sitting there and being a gatekeeper for their profile. And as you said, most of the time, they don't even really understand what the, their own business is about and what the business will actually find value of or in. So it's it's there's always that gatekeeper if someone else is working the account and i mean it, it could have been a great opportunity for the business but the pa doesn't necessarily realize that because it's not their business they don't see the the cracks that they can fill up with the extra service or providers that they need yeah the 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 last three is really all of them go together. And that is when people do ghost you, it could be that they're not active on LinkedIn anymore. There's a lot of people that get frustrated and not getting results on LinkedIn. So they stop using the platform. Other things that I have found is they might be very busy um, at the time. So don't go and be pushy and try to get them to respond to you. They might be on the trip for, you know, a business trip and they're very busy or they're just not a match for you. You know, um, those are the things that you need to focus on when um, you, you look at why people are ghosting you. Now, there's easy ways to find out if a person is either not active, busy, or not a match. And um, I don't know about you, Berlin, but the one thing I always look at is um, their content schedule. When lost did they post? Um, it's normally a, a, a good sign for me to say, look, this person is uh, busy or not active or maybe just not a match for me to look at their content. Mm -hmm. uh, people that's active on LinkedIn is uh, posting regularly. You know, people that use the platform smartly and effectively um, on, on, do post regularly and you can see them. But then we touched on, on it a bit um, when we looked at it's, it's um, you, it's not them. And that is, uh, people are ghosting you because you're ghosting them. You know, you're not responding to, to them. You're not um, engaging on their content. Now, um, just be careful because a lot of times we only rely on messaging. 
So we, we look at, uh, okay, I've got this new connection. We're starting to talk. I'm just going to keep on messaging him. But you never go and engage on their content. You mm -hmm. never uh, try to help them to add value. And um, they view it as you are ghosting them because you're not engaging with them. So just remember, we touch on it, social etiquette. If you expect people to engage in your content, then um, go and engage on their content first. And don't just rely on um, messaging to reach out to your ideal clients. Ghosting is something that we need to watch out for. Um, and the reason why we wanted to do this webinar on ghosting today is you need to, to identify when people do ghost you. Don't go and become pushy and try to force them to, um, to speak with you. Uh, if you've tried and they're not responding to you and they don't engage in your content, then just leave them, let them be. Um, if they follow you, they will see your content and they will come back. I've used this example, um, and Berlin knows I've had people that's engaged with me two, three, four years before they turned mm -hmm. into clients. Um, now, not that I say that that's how long it takes on LinkedIn, but sometimes when ghosting happens, it does slow down the process. So it's really something that you need to, to look out for. Um, but then shall we go through the chat and just see if there's any, any of interest? Um, Susan said that, yes, she has received some of those messages. And then Beverly said, yes, especially if it is a crypto forex, they just seem to go for the jugular. That is very true, and it's not only on LinkedIn. I've received those on Instagram, Facebook. They just want to sell the moment that they hit your profile. They just want to throw you with what you can achieve. And I think there's so many people that's been hacked uh, due to that as well now recently, just in 2022. Um, Marion said, I either ghost them or sometimes I respond that I find it rude to be sold to in first contact. My first contact is to suggest a virtual coffee meeting and I don't sell on that either. We just chat about what we do and potential referrals, which is very sincere. And I mean, you're building a relationship. You don't want to sell on the first virtual coffee. You want to find out, you want to do some introductions and just network with that person. Um, Beverly asked, is it because people do not know what to say and how to build the relationship to them? Uh, most, uh, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, you know, my, uh, and um, watch out for those because it could be that you said something that they didn't understand. You know, um, a misunderstood word prevents us from learning anything. So sometimes people just don't know what to say and they don't know how to behave on a social media platform. And um, again, it is very difficult to determine why they're doing that. Now, I, I see Beverly that you also asked the, the question clearly defined ghost, ghosting. Ghosting is when they 
originally uh, engaged with you. So there was a conversation going and suddenly they're quiet. They just stop talking to you. Uh, and no matter what you do, it, it's similar to your best friend is suddenly ignoring you. Um, so that is really the term ghosting and it happens on all social media platforms. It's, it's very difficult to deal with ghosting because you can come across as very pushy. What I normally do is I will reach out two or three more times. And if I don't get a, a response, I would rather just let the relationship be and revisit it in six months time and see if the person is in a different space because it's, it's extremely difficult. Guys, that is all from us today. Um, I started off with a training course. This is going to be our pet project for, for April. We're all very excited about it. I'm very excited that I'm going to do a live training and don't have to go sit in the studio and do recordings. But I'm also more excited that we can go out and use this opportunity to reach out to more people and help people to understand how LinkedIn works and how you can generate leads for your business on a daily basis, like we do for Marketing CX. Um, the training is at 10 a.m. on uh, Monday, uh, the 2nd of May, and it is for five days, and it's going to be one hour. There's also going to be a lot of handouts. We also, as I said, we've included customer mapping, and we're going to teach you in the training how to map your customer to understand what he really wants because it goes a little bit further. Um, the recordings will be in the LinkedIn Buddy system. Um, the price currently for the uh, live training recordings we want to do, we have reduced it to below cost because in volume we can cover our costs. Uh, we've reduced it to $47 for the entire training, but the normal price is currently it's going for $197, but we're looking at $297 once um, the online training is available um, because we're doing the customer mappings and we're going to give away a lot of the downloads, the content roadmap, messaging templates the customer mapping, um, your business analysis, and there's a heap of stuff, our daily activity tracker. So we're adding a lot more to the training. So the price will increase from 197 to 297 once it's back on the shelf as an online training. But if you join the live training with us, there will be support in, the, in our LinkedIn group after the training to help you. And it's only gonna be $47 to join us. Um, great stuff. I'll see you guys next week. And next week, but then I'm going to have an exciting topic. We're going to show you how to actually build a tribe in LinkedIn. Today, we focused on why they ghost you, why they ignore you. So how do you make sure that you get a tribe that's not going to ghost you and that is going to be very excited to receive your very next post update. And we're going to show you how to do that next week. Look forward to it. Do join us on the training. It's a once only opportunity. 
we don't have time to do live training, but this is a must. So we're giving it to you. So please do join us. That's your invite. We do have limited seating. Click on the link and go and have a look what we have in store for you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Berdine, for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's always fun to just, yeah. you know, educate others and assist you guys to work hard to work your LinkedIn account and ensure that you guys are successful. Yep, and I find it a lot easier not being here on my own. So this was fun. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, have a super week and be successful on LinkedIn and let's grow our businesses. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.